0: Welcome to Oh My Dollar, a personal finance show with a dash of glitter. Dealing with money can be scary and stressful, but here we give practical, friendly advice about money that helps you tackle the financial overwhelm. Here's your host, Lillian (laughs) Karabek.
1: Oh, retail therapy. The siren call of retail therapy. That add to cart button luring you in from the wild seas of despair. Oh, yeah. I'm right there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you're feeling down, feeling stressed, and suddenly it feels like if you buy that cat-shaped potholder, I mean, you needed a potholder anyway. And it's cat-shaped. Perhaps your problems will be solved. Or suddenly you find yourself buying three extra ketchups just in case. Perhaps you quote went online and bought nine sets of cat pajamas after looking at pictures of my ex's new girlfriend on facebook (laughs) or maybe i was depressed and stressed after i broke my wrist so i ordered hundreds of dollars of clothing from korea (laughs) not that that is a real example from my life at all or my family member died so i bought a plane ticket to the other side of the world do you engage in retail therapy yes yeah Uh... you do well
0: (laughs) though though it's generally more physical than online i i really like browsing the the many aisles of Powell's Books which is a big old bookstore we have here in Portland
1: i am um, uh when i go to like physical places for retail therapy i end up almost never buying anything yeah i don't
0: always buy anything there's something i like about just kind of, i mean i i could probably get the same thing out of a library i think there's something nice about I think bookstore ambiance appeals to me. <laughs> yeah, I
1: actually think that the library is one of my favorite places to go when I am feeling stressed out because I'll just go check out a bunch of books and kind of get that retail therapy feeling without. Yes, yeah, so you've and, acquired objects. Yeah, I've acquired a bunch of <laughs> objects and, like, and, uh, and there's a little bit of the randomness to it because I think for me, the like act of discovery is kind of one of the things that I like about retail yeah, therapy. Browsing and
0: perusing, I think, is definitely a part of it. I yeah. probably like gets at some like deep part of your medulla oblongata where like your your monkey ancestors were like digging for grubs, and were pleased when they found a grub.
1: Yeah, I think. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm that's a one scientist. of it. I, I, I think one of the things for me is that retail therapy. I'm I hate shopping normally. Like I don't actually enjoy the act of shopping, and I notice that when I turn to retail therapy, it's because something has gotten really stressful in my life and I usually need something that I've put off buying and that then morphs into me get, like wanting to shop for things I don't need because it's sort of channeling the frustration of having to like buy something like for example I had to buy luggage um my my rolling bag at this point has flown like more than 150,000 miles Taken a lot of trains, a lot of places, and I it the wheels are falling apart. And I was like, I have to actually buy new luggage. That's really stressful for me because mm-hmm. I don't get luggage is one of those things where you have very specific requirements. And if you're buying it online, you like don't really know if it's gonna work for you. And you're like shopping for something you're hoping to use for like five or ten or twenty years, even. And so it's just there's like a lot of stress on that decision. So then I will want to escape a purchase that i know i need to make by making purchases i don't need to make that feel less stressful <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where i'm like oh the stakes are so low by going to trader joe's and buying like snacks b- b- and like somehow it's like let out the escape valve in my brain that was stressed about having yeah, to make another yeah, purchase i get that So there's actually, like, retail therapy is so common. It's such a, like, common kind of phrase and thing that people use. There's actually been some interesting psychological studies on, like, why we do it. Um, And it's really common and used in, like, easing transitions. So, you know, if your life is changing in a big way, often people find themselves wanting to do retail therapy. I think years ago we talked about when I suddenly, like, when I quit my political job, I just, like, woke up one morning and I hated all of my clothes. Mm -hmm. and i ended up like spending several months like replacing my clothes
0: and all that stuff is kind of linked to your identity too which is like also something i feel like jobs are a big part of yeah makes sense
1: so like i think a lot of people do retail preparation for like a new job or they're moving and suddenly like they want to do retail therapy like to like decorate a new apartment or like mm-hmm. move to a new city um or like a fresh relationship status like i know a lot of people who go through divorces or breakups and then suddenly they're like oh why did i buy all these tiny things yeah <laughs> right? yeah. what am i gonna do with this boat yeah <laughs> this boat i like how you just jumped a boat i have like nice snacks at trader joe's and you're like a boat um I also like people will often use retail therapy like it's very common to do retail therapy with clothing and clothing is one of those frustrating things right because we both need it and we don't need it it's an essential that is also a indulgence um because you can get enough clothes to have the basics in your life much more easily than you can get for example what I am wearing today which is none of it is practical Mm uh you're cast (laughs) My, my cast is practical yes very, I suppose that will date this episode very exciting wrist brace um <laughs> but like often you'll want the confidence of new clothing right like new clothing can kind of be used to boost confidence and so sometimes that can come side by side with easing transitions like you start a new job and maybe you don't actually need new clothes for that job but you suddenly find yourself wanting to do that because you're mentally like want the confidence of a new job and new clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this is a thing I use and I'm actually pretty good at not actually buying things when I do this, but using it as a mental break or a feeling of reward for strenuous tasks. So often I'll be like, Oh, if I finish this thing, I can go buy that thing that I want for really big projects or, Oh, I'll just like mindlessly browse through like the online thrift store for vintage dresses because I'm frustrated by this other task and it feels like a very low energy task, right? So it's it's something I can do that has pretty like low barriers. <laughs> um, and that's for me, I often don't actually end up buying things but uh, I think that the final hit of that to cart. If you're really stressed out in your life, the add to the cart or like the checking out, you feel like you've accomplished something, even if that is something is just like acquiring. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> acquiring. I mean, some-
0: it totally does like go into that hardwired brain chemistry thing. I, where think, you're like, yes. where you're, I, I have I have obtained an object. Yep, I am a validated human being now that I have my. My object
1: we asked around <laughs> on the forums of uh like people's exem- examples of retail therapy uh and galliver said one specific instance stands out i had a hard time my last year of grad school but especially my last month of writing my thesis i was stressed burned out and felt like i'd been going on forever and it would never end so while my document was compiling and my plots were generating which took a boring minute or two i started about by buy- browse clothes online mostly thread up an online thrift store oh yes i know galliver uh, each week or so i'd end up with 100 dollars of cute bargains in my cart and i'd check out In retrospect, I was giving myself something to look forward to, a sort of hope for the future by doing this. I ended up returning at least half the stuff because it didn't fit, but the other half I liked too much uh, to let go of when I did graduate, and I am doing well now. I'm back to my typical but unusual retail therapy. Sometimes I go to a store, browse, and happily buy nothing because there's nothing I need at the moment. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of that. I actually like the... like. Target is one of those places, because I feel like it's filled with infinite possibilities. Stuff. I'll, like, go get a bunch of stuff and then enjoy not actually Uh, buying any of it. Pure stuff, too. Target's... It is very much in the stuff category. Objects, items,
0: you know, like pillows with like letters on them. Uh,
1: Who doesn't need a pillow (laughs) shaped like a cupcake? Obviously, this is an essential thing in my life.
0: I never knew it existed, and I need one.
1: (laughs) Yes, that's a perfect example of Target. I never knew this existed, Mm -hmm. but now I need Mm -hmm. one. Yep uh kitty said i did retail therapy for shopping two times the first was a travel bag that took me two years to actually have a use for and the yeah. second was an impractical dress this was only last month and i'm guessing also a year before i have a chance to wear it both times i felt better buying it then i felt dumb for therapy shopping yeah i get that
0: uh daffodil said my of... oh no we already said that one uh tardis said no one, actually this is a different
1: one yeah. it was a different one it's surf shopping say, Oh, okay yeah oh yeah
0: Daffodil says, my form of retail therapy is thrift shopping. I don't particularly enjoy shopping in normal retail centers, especially for clothing, but thrift stores light up all the right reward centers in my brain. I enjoy finding like new, or even occasionally actually new, things dirt cheap and saving things from a landfill while also supporting charities makes me feel good about myself i typically remember when i typically remember whether i got something new or thrifted and i usually enjoy my thrifted things more than things i bought from a retail store
1: yeah that's totally true for me too yeah. well
0: and if you're going to be doing like therapeutic shopping it makes sense to do it like 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 daffodil was saying both at a you know somewhere cheaper but also somewhere that supports a charity they like
1: yeah, um, I, th- I like the um, browsing Goodwill when I'm stressed out because I will feel like, oh... I don't have to get anything if I don't find anything. Whereas I think if I go like online shopping for kind of a specific thing, I'll feel really stressed out if I don't find the thing because the possibilities feel endless and I'll be like, oh, I didn't find the right thing. You know, like, oh, I need a black skirt. And in all of the black skirts online, I'm very stressed out that I can't find the like right one. The blackest, the skirtest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) With pockets, really. The really the answer is with pockets. Uh, but, But if I go to Goodwill, and I don't find it I, It kind of like because the set is smaller I don't feel angry at myself for not finding it I'm just sort of like oh I didn't find the thing uh the problem is not then getting you know socks because I found a new pack of socks at Goodwill for free or you know for really cheap and I'm like oh I should get that I need even though socks. I need new socks too this is okay. <laughs> retail therapy This is another one of the episodes where we socks. just talk
0: about things we want to acquire <laughs>
1: things we want to acquire um I One of the things that I recommend if retail therapy is kind of a dangerous thing for you is consider Maintaining a list of things that you kind of need that you can splurge on when you get the retail therapy urge or even that you really need So like a black skirt is an example like that's something I kind of need like mm-hmm. it would be helpful But it's not like I'm obviously it's not an You're essential not dying for it. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um Uh, and, and like keeping that list, I've talked before about like waiting periods for buying things, but I find it can be very helpful to just have that list to go back to. So if you do get the retail therapy urge, go back and look at like the things I want list and be like, Oh, that's actually been on there for a long time. And I want that feeling of like buying something. So yeah. Yeah. Um, if you regularly, so here's, here's where we get it. The therapy part. If you regularly have a day or a situation where you find yourself wanting retail therapy, but at the end it doesn't make you feel good, look at the root cause. So, like, maybe you always find yourself going and buying candy or, like, a fancy coffee after the staff meetings on Friday because you're stressed out Mm -hmm. and you need to get out of the office. So there's a couple things you can look at. One... Maybe this purchase pattern is part of deeper unhappiness about your job. Oh, God. That sounds like we all need the real therapist (laughs) now. Um, But it's worth looking at, like, if you've got some regular thing and you don't feel better after doing that thing and you don't like it in your budget, maybe there's a deeper thing going on there. But if it's something where, like, you're not leaving your job, you're going to keep doing it. One, can you change your routine to avoid this? Can you um, maybe... You know, if if you've got the power, can the staff meeting be at a different time? Maybe you're just really drained from doing it on Fridays. Mm,
0: yeah, the timing's a big thing.
1: Yeah, like... Can you walk a different route? Uh, Can you go on a short walk afterwards but not walk past the coffee shop because maybe you just needed to get out of the office? Is there something free or cheap that you can do to take care of these emotions in a different way? So like, if you end up going and buying, I had a coworker who bought Kate Spade purses on eBay every time she got stressed out at work. Well, maybe walking and getting a coffee would be a cheaper way to get that same short high without you know spending $200 on a purse. (laughs) And then maybe the the other thing is just think about maybe this is a purchase as a thing you actually do want or need maybe yes you look forward to that Friday fancy coffee after the stressful staff meeting every single Friday, just build it into the budget, right? So like
0: Yeah, expect it. Expect
1: yeah. it. Like maybe you need to up your Kate Spade bag purchases. Right. <laughs> like in your budget. Just figuring out a way to do that. If you're going through a tough time but it's temporary, so like uh an example I had was I broke my wrist a week before my birthday. So in addition to being someone who tends to I always have a line item in my bu- my annual budget for getting a treat for my birthday day for myself yeah it's your birthday Uh, yeah and I like build it into my budget and every year I think about like okay I've got $200 budgeted for my birthday like what am I going to do with it Um, uh, in addition to that I broke my wrist and I had to find a way to build in other things that I was going to need to do. But I ended up buying like a bunch of fa- cuz one of the things I decided to do for my birthday was to just eat a bunch of fancy cheese all day. So like I got like every type of vegan fancy cheese uh that week and I like slowly taste tested them over the course of the week. What was your favorite? Um I mean I knew what my favorite was going to be. It's <laughs> gotta, just $15 confirm, for a tiny tiny bit. So <laughs> um I know it's really good. I mean it lasted me like 10 days. But I, that's because I was using it in the tiniest slivers possible, a little transparent slices. Oh, it's uh, so good! It's a local local one here that makes like actual like vegan cheeses that they ferment and everything. I don't know cool. anything about cheese because I like, so I don't know how like realistic it is, but it's just good.
0: Um, I never realized that vegan cheese could have been fermented the same way, but it makes sense yeah. for using like cashew milk or whatever. yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so
1: hmm. good! It's so good.
0: We'll save this for my fermentation chemistry podcast.
1: Oh, nice. I
0: don't really have one.
1: <laughs> but it, of, it's, it's fun, You know, it, it'll air at the same time as the yeah. Lily about healthcare yeah. podcast.
0: <laughs> Hypothetical podcasts.
1: Uh, but like, so if you're going through a tough time, but it's temporary and you just know that you're going to spend more money as a result of like retail therapy or just needs, like w- one of my examples was like, I am spending more money right now because I have to take the train and the bus Mm -hmm. everywhere and biking is free and TriMet is not. And so, like, I just had to budget for that. Like, it's a thing that I now have to do. But I also totally engaged in retail therapy because I was, like, bummed and sitting on the couch after my surgery. And I was like, I'm going to now buy a bunch of cheap clothes from Korea because it's my birthday and I want to get stuff. And, like... I just sort of was like, okay, this is one of those things. One of the things that I've um, seen a lot of people talk about is like, you know, I had a friend who got who had cancer and she was going through chemo. And she's like, I bought a really nice couch and I bought a really nice couch partially as a form of retail therapy. But also I was going to be spending a lot of time on the couch. And so it ended up being one of those things where you just budget for it. And sometimes, if you know that it's going to be a temporary thing, you can even dial back on other goals if you want. Like, I put a little less in my retirement savings last month because it was like, I know I'm going to have one month of just spending a lot of money on stuff that I probably don't need but is going to make me feel temporarily better, and it's one month. In the end, it's not going to slow down my retirement savings that much. So, you know, I dialed back a little bit and put a little more money in my other categories. Um, one thing I thought was really interesting was uh, uh, quite a few people mentioned stocking up on things as a way to like deal with anxiety. So Brackenjoy said, can't run out of ketchup. Make sure we have a spare. Luckily, this <laughs> doesn't go too out of control as long as I keep track of stuff appropriately. And it's nice to never run out. But yeah, I definitely purchase mental s- through security through food storage. Apparently, my More brain like thinks that. my safety is directly correlated to how many backup tubes of toothpaste or cans of diced tomatoes I have. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't. I'm. I wish I was like that because I'm very bad at having backups because I hate spending money on like things that I might not use, especially perishable goods. Though. we also don't have a lot of storage in my house so I use that as an excuse but you know I could probably um, have less clothes and store more food uh Buckets of Rain says I definitely engage in retail therapy when I'm in areas of transition. My response is to buy things so I don't so I feel like I have control over whatever is happening in my life. This has happened before I went to college, before I went to grad school, before I left grad school, etc. It usually does not help if I'm being honest, but I often tell myself, "Well, at least I'll look perfect when I move to X." I will say it worked one time, which is when I broke up with a longtime boyfriend and I got a new wardrobe. I feel I felt way more cute and confident after that. Yeah, I didn't buy clothes for a year. And then I had that like freak out when I quit my job and became self-employed and uh, bought a new wardrobe over like the course of the next like four months. And I gave myself a budget for it. Um, But it actually like really helped. It turned out I did want a new budget or a new wardrobe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. Our Daniel, our Daniil. We still
1: don't know. We want to find out.
0: R Daniel zero or R Daniel O. Uh, email us and correct my pronunciation. I don't do retail therapy, but I love to shop. When I'm feeling really bad, the prospect of shopping just seems like more work to me—more decision making, spending, choosing, etc. I actually go into saver mode more when I'm unhappy and stressed, and get a thrill out of checking my accounts and watching my net worth go up. I find that that calms me, whereas shopping just seems like another big thing to think about. It's a good attitude.
1: Yeah. um, I do, like, I think that I probably, in the end, feel better about savings than I do about retail. So one of the things for me is, like, figuring out, oh, is that, like, can I remind myself of that in some way. Um, I'm super visual like I like I have to have stuff like in front of me and uh, for a long time I had a do you really want to buy this um, sticker wrapped around my card. Oh yeah yeah, I remember you talking about that. Yeah and I, I think that's been very helpful and you can kind of like use that as a check-in for yourself about where you're emotional. Um, we did a whole episode about like uh you know waiting periods Um, so if you, if you are struggling with figuring out how to like overcome impulse spending I'll link to that episode in the show notes because I think that's really helpful if you do retail therapy kind of impulsively uh it doesn't work that well if you're like me and you plot out your retail therapy like forever in advance um I think the thing with retail therapy is it's really just a problem if it's a problem. It's not necessarily the worst thing to do. A lot of people do it. Um, and I think as long as it you know fits within your overall plans and you can adjust the budget for it, especially if you're going through a hard time that's okay um, but you know it's a problem really come some of the warning signs are if you're avoiding credit card or bank statements like refusing to log into your account because you're worried about the damage that you did if you're lying or hiding purchases even if maybe just from yourself <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but definitely like from a significant other if you're missing work school any other obligations to go shopping that could be a sign that maybe this is not healthy. Or if you're just constantly feeling shame or guilt or irritability ir- associated with doing like retail therapy, then it's, you know, then it's maybe a chance for you to do some real therapy to work on the retail therapy. Real
0: tail therapy.
1: Real, real <laughs> ta- uh, I don't even know. I don't even know how to feel about yeah. that.
0: Well, tell us more about your retail therapy successes and failures. Any cool things you got?
1: Yeah. Did you get something? Did you, did anybody buy I want to know what the biggest thing someone's bought is retail therapy. Has anybody bought a house or a boat?
0: <laughs> Sounds nice. Uh, <laughs> a houseboat? A Tesla. <laughs> uh, but we love hearing from you. So you can email us your financial worries or successes. And of course, your your, your splurges and retail therapies to questions at ohmydollar.com. Or you can tweet us at Anomalily or at dollar.
1: Our producer is Will Romy. Our intro music is by Aaron Parecki. And your host and personal finance educator is Lillian Kerbake. Thanks for listening. And until next time, remember to manage your money so it doesn't manage you.